0: Namaste Jai Hind, welcome to another edition of ANI Podcast with Smita Prakash. Today I converse with Dr. Jitendra Singh, who's a medical doctor by training, but decided to join politics. He fought an election from Udhampur in Jammu and Kashmir in 2014, won that election, defeating political stalwart Ghulam Nabi Azad and then again in 2019 got re-elected. He's held many portfolios in PM Modi's cabinet and currently he's Minister of State Independent Charge for the Ministry of Science and Technology and Minister of State Independent Charge Ministry of Earth Science and Minister of State for Prime Minister's Office, Personnel, Public Grievance and Pensions, Department of Atomic Energy and Department of Space. Dr. Jitendra Singh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, We need to tell our viewers that we are recording this on the 8th of February and uh, the Prime Minister is about to speak in a short while from now. So we have asked you to come when the Parliament session is on. And of course, the entire controversy over... uh, crony capitalism and about what Rahul Gandhi has said in Parliament yesterday, which is 7th of February. Uh, he said all this about, uh, you know, accusing the the BJP government uh, on crony capitalism. And yesterday, at least on the 7th of February, it seemed like the BJP was on a back foot and not able to uh, defend itself very well. No,
1: no, certainly not. Uh, quite uh, contrary to that, the all the allegations or insinuations uh, sought to be made by the Congress and the other leaders from the opposition are quite unsubstantiated. And uh, I think everybody realizes that even on the floor of the house, uh, when uh, the leader of opposition was speaking in the Rajya Sabha today, the chairman repeatedly insisted that he should authenticate the uh, information that he was trying to put across, which he did not. So they have got used to getting away by making unsubstantiated allegations. Whereas on the other hand, BJP has very effectively put across uh, quite a few points to prove that uh, to, to 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 prove that what they say doesn't carry substance in the sense that, uh, taking the instance of this business house that you are referring to, they were already dealing with number of Congress-led governments, and even in the earlier governments, it's not that. Uh, some, something that the BJP has discovered it only. This government discovered it after 2014. They have already been there and uh, very actively engaged with the earlier governments and also some of the present governments in, in some of the states led by the Congress Party. A, B, the the kind of uh, charges that uh, the uh, Congress Party is is is, is uh, trying hard to make and the BJP-led led government are, are the ones which are which already stand proven against them during the 10 years of the uh, UPA rule, whether it was uh, 2G, 3G, Commonwealth, whatever. So I think uh, they are just trying to uh, equalize in a vain attempt, seeing that the election is drawing closer next year. But I don't think this carries any weight and uh, the, the, it is, doesn't carry any conviction with the common people.
0: Um, what you're saying is that the Adani uh, group has been there even before 2014. That, but that the Congress is not uh, disputing that the Cong- that the Adani group is doing business. No, no. In even Congress even if
1: you if you want to put it this way, that they have the, the, they are saying that after 2014 there is a certain increase in the fortunes. Yeah. Then I think uh, why should we ignore that the fortunes, if at all, have increased, have been contributed even by the Congress-led states, hmm. Rajasthan. And uh, Chhattisgarh, they have been equally dealing with Adhanis. And you have abundant Not uh, equally,
0: but yes, they have been there. See,
1: because that is because their space is limited. Hmm. But it's not something that they have found untouchable. If it was so unholy dealing with this group, then why would they be dealing? Hmm. It's just that their scope of dealing may have been limited.
0: So that's but a different story. What uh, what the opposition is saying is and uh, even in the market people talk this I'm talking about the stock market and all that for a long long time it was it's as if the Adani bonds were sovereign bonds. So when foreign investors were also investing it was like okay there's no way this company will sink, whether Amalia sinks or whether anybody else sinks. This has the it is under the chhatra chaya of the Modi government. There's a protection to the Adani stock, so it's like a sovereign bond. So, in me, invest can.
1: No, a, I would not uh, subscribe to this uh, 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 this opinion that there is under chhatra chaya because the Modi government has been equal to all and fair to everybody. But yes the trust of the people is won by the record of any given company. And if they commanded a certain amount of trust, that also the credit goes to them. So I think all the more reason that we should uh, trust their their rise of fortunes.
0: Hmm. The Heidenberg report came in. uh, It's now almost, what, a couple of weeks since it's been there. It's (coughs) made so much of noise in parliament also. The prime minister is going to speak in a few hours from now. But somehow the the defense by the government seems to be muted. It's as if the the BJP and the BJP government, the party as well as the government is aware that the closeness that the Adani group has with the BJP and the stupendous rise of this group uh, is something that it is embarrassed no, about. No, absolutely that not. is the perception.
1: Absolutely not. This is a perception which possibly has also affected you. But having said that, the maybe BJP is a party, both in the in the, in the in the cadre as well as in the government, follows a certain amount of discipline and doesn't uh, start making noises without substance to which maybe a Congress Party or TMC are known for. And therefore, it, it looks like that. But the common people are very certain, even if you uh, take the opinion of the stock market uh, commentators, they are of the firm view that this is just a passing phase mm-hmm. and uh, they do not subscribe to the kind of perception that you are referring to.
0: Yeah, I get that, that what you're saying is that whenever something like this happens everybody sees the stock market as an indicator about confidence in a particular industrial group or if there is no confidence, nobody will put in the money. But you can't deny that there seems to be some kind of a nervousness, which is why you saw flight of capital also to some extent. Now, perception is important. Uh, the the Congress government, if you remember, before 2014, uh, the Prime Minister himself at that stage said that the perception of crony capitalism was was something that they could do nothing about no, I think on came.
1: the on the contrary, it is the this government which has cleared all the air as far as the crony capitalism is concerned. So it's not that easy to hmm. uh, paint it with the same brush.
0: Yes, uh, because uh, there is a lot uh, that the, the, the that the BJP party and the government has been talking about the antiodaya. That this is a this is a party and a government which will work at the state and at uh, centre towards. Uh, Providing for the last man or the last woman at in the row, so the entire build-up has been that we are a poor but allegations of crony capitalism can damage that.
1: No, but uh, no? Where, where is the allegation? It's so only allegation from the hmm. from some some quarters in the media and uh, and some vested interest to whom it suits. Otherwise, on the contrary, if you go by the record of the eight years. I think the performance of uh, this government in the last eight years far surpasses that of the earlier seven decades. Uh, Whether you take it development-wise, whether you take it governance-wise, whether you take, as you said, reaching out to the uh, last mile. And um, even if you take the figures, I mean, this is uh, tremendous. And new areas have been opened up, which were hitherto closed, like, for example, space. Now, we are ahead of uh, virtually every other country in the world. Yes. And we started off our space journey 75 years ago when uh, America was on and Soviet Union were on the verge of landing on the surface of Moon. And look, here we are today. We are launching their satellites mm. uh, and and earning revenue out of it, which was something which was unimaginable. And now I think a good analyst like you would somebody ponder to think why this couldn't have happened 75, 70 years ago or 60 years ago. We have the pictures of Sara Bhai carrying a launcher on the the carriage of his uh, bicycle. It's no longer so. There's so much of esteem to the kind of our global innovation index. We have jumped 40 places from 81 to 41. There's not a small remark. I mean, all these are reflections of our economy, to which of course the business houses are also a part of. Right. Whether you the one you name or the others, global innovation running 40. We our economy is now number five. We have taken over UK. Is that not a matter of pride for any common citizen of India that we have taken over a country which ruled over us for two decades, two centuries? Hmm. We are now ahead of them. Our startup ecosystem standing number three in the world, and where were we before 2014? We just had about 350 start- startups in India. Today it is almost 90,000. We have more than 100 unicorns, and you know our startups are now looked up to both domestically abroad. So I think there is a whole lot of uh, parameters which indicate otherwise and if you talk of antode and other things hmm. i think one other unspoken fact not often discussed is which is quite in contrast with the earlier governments is that the entire uh, work culture has changed which has also changed the narrative the narrative built by this government in the last 80 years is so strong so strong that a three days of gossip about all these things cannot you know uh, falsify it if you talk of antode the gas cylinders have reached almost uh, 11 crore households. And when I see the change of culture, which has created a strong narrative, is that the lists were prepared of the needy families. Nobody asked, where did you come from? What was your religion? Hindu or Muslim or a Brahmin or a Thakur? They didn't even ask whether you had voted for BJP in the last election. They didn't even insist that you vote for BJP in the next election. So in the entire Discourse and the entire culture has undergone a change. About ten thousand, uh, or uh, almost equal number, if it was ten crore uh, hmm. gas cylinders, about eleven to twelve crore of uh, toilets built, toilet built in every household which required, and the prime minister is speaking about it from the ramparts of Red Fort. So the uh, work culture, the work uh, uh, style, and also the political culture has entirely undergone a change. It's not, it's not looking, it's not vote centric or voter centric. It's rather citizen centric. Hmm. And that that itself is what gives a, t- a tremendous amount of trust in Prime Minister Modi. It's not easy to not to not to believe what he says. Mm-hmm. Now, if he says you clap for COVID, you start clapping. Even you did. <laughs> if you are asked to light a dia, you do that. If you are asked to stay home and observe a, a home a civil uh, lockdown, Distinctly. you do that. That's because he has over the years with the kind of sincerity commitment earned that kind of trust which can't be easily
0: so you are uh, uh, you've listed out uh, some of the schemes uh, which when you go in for elections in the state elections we saw this happening uh, last year all the state elections you were talking about this and um, and in the in the 2019 elections also uh, when the rafal con- thing started with the congress he uh, rahul gandhi put that as their leitmotif you know he went to the thing that yahan corruption hai, and because of that the uh, the bjp is going to lose it didn't work when the state elections happened last year one saw that the whole labharthi voters the ones who benefited from the schemes which we just talked about—they are the ones who voted for you. Now it seems that of going in into uh, the state elections this year, nine states going into polls. The the Congress is going to make this, which is crony capitalism, as their lead motive. How do you see this n- state elections?
1: Moving? See, uh, a you cannot. Uh, I, have, I have nobody to decide what will be the Congress manifesto b they have been onto it, as you yourself said, they used Raphael, and where did they end up? only the other day, Prime minister was there in Bengaluru. in HAL, HAL, HAL. yes so you I think the vindication is so abundant, it hardly needs to be and and the 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 matter is also settled with enough evidence to disprove what yeah, the Congress court said or Rahul it. Gandhi is saying. Huh. So, I think we don't know. That's precisely what i say. So, I'm it saying. didn't work. So, so it, huh. it will not work. It will not work because people trust Modi. People trust the 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 sincerity, commitment with this, uh, with which the government led by Prime Minister Modi has worked. So, they are not going to be taken out by these manufactured lies. These are manufactured perceptions which don't work any longer. It might have worked 20 years ago because sometimes I feel that the Congress Party is still playing the... The, the tricks of the last election while well, the voter has moved on hmm. voter is no longer taken in by the by by all this uh, rhetoric which might have worked for them when mrs gandhi said hatau. and then uh, at one time they said hamdo so all these things don't work now so you tricks have to, and you, gossip have to is what you're saying. you have to walk hmm. the talk you have to walk the talk and prime minister modi has walked the talk and he's walked the talk so uh, evidently abundantly that People uh, have seen it happening. And therefore, uh, I, I think uh, because the ultimate objective of uh, Modi's uh, work culture is to bring ease of living uh, to every section of society and to raise them to the same level. So I think that is what uh, gives him the kind of uh, sustenance. You know, here is when we talk of uh, Modi model, or whatever governance model, I think. He, you would appreciate this is a model which has sustained itself for the last 20-22 years and promises to sustain the future. So, so this so is talking
0: a, Gujarat and now the yeah, same So, moment. this is
1: a sustainable model. Hmm. We talk of sustainable goals these days, right from UN and so this So, here is a sustainable model of governance which defies the principle of diminishing returns. Hmm. Any government, whichever it be, after one term, two terms, the, the graph starts coming down. Here it is going up. It's hmm. going up not because of any rhetoric, is going up because the hard uh, uh, work done which translated into real good for the benefit of the common man in this country and and now talking of the elections as you said uh, these two three states do you think it will work in northeast for example we have three states going to the polls yeah nagaland Nagala manipur, manipur meghalaya Negalef- tripura and nagaland Nagala. you have to see to believe the miraculous transformation which has happened in Northeast. Because I've been you've been there, yeah yeah I've yeah, been there for over seventy years or so.
0: That was one of the assignments you know, given you to see, you. You see,
1: when we went into uh, Northeast in 2014, when this government came in, there were at least three states in the in the region which had never seen a train. You know, for example, Meghalaya, Arunachal Pradesh. So that reminded me of my village where you know people would uh, they would uh, they would pass away uh, without having seen a motor car. Because just a bus came from the city, and train was of course unheard of. Because so, also
0: because of the terrain has been yes, bad? train
1: huh. not not only tra- t- terrain, terrain of terrain course co- terrain huh. of course is is there, but train is same now also. Hmm. Terrain the the natural terrain, the geographical terrain has not changed after two thousand fourteen. God did not come down to change the geographical <laughs> profile of hmm. North east The kind of prioritization, and you know why? Hmm. Because the earlier governments followed a policy of vote centricity. Prime Minister Modi did not. He Can you imagine he has visited Northeast even in his first term as many as 55 times? Mm. 55 times to win the conference of people, to make them realize that to him, they are as important as people in any other state of the country. And I think that 55 times must be more than the number of times all the preceding Prime Ministers together would have visited uh, Northeast. Uh, now we have trained, I, I uh, refer to Arunachal. Today we have Arunachal Express. Uh, running from Itaragarh to Delhi. We have every state capital with an airport. Earlier we didn't have, Sikkim didn't have an airport, one of the most uh, favoured tourist destinations, still not connected uh, through mm. air. Similarly, Shillong, mm. being the capital of the erstwhile state of Saab, did not have a proper airport. Mm. When you landed in Ghati tourists wanted to go to Meghalaya, the commonest demand in 2014 was that they should increase, there should be an increase in the number of commercial helicopter flights for them. Now it's the other way around. The helicopter is available, people prefer going by road. You know, it's such a beautiful, picturesque journey. So this miraculous transformation has 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 been possible. Because of extreme prioritization coupled with a lot of hard work, which is undergone. So, Tripur- Not only Omeghal, was he traveling, uh, he was also insisting every minister should go there. Now, I'll tell you one example. When I was referring to the change of culture, which has actually stuck the card with the common people in this country. I think about five years back, Israel came up with an offer that they have a, a specialized area of uh, food-centric parks. Now, we have food parks over here. They... They are now coming up with, you know, they were, of course, now India also, but they were the first to come with specialized food parks, like, for example, Citric Fruit Park, Mango Food Park. So they said they have the uh, technology to set up a Citric uh, uh, Center of Excellence. Mm. Mr. Cameron was the ambassador over here. So I asked him where best it could happen. He said, Mizoram. And this government did not take a minute. For the last five years, we have Center of Excellence in Citric Fruits in uh, Mizoram. Now, Mizoram is a is a state which mm. returns one MP to Lok Sabha, just one MP, and the and the government is different party.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, BJP doesn't have much of stake from that point of view. In spite of that, in spite of that, so wherever what was required and was justified was done. I mean, this is quite unlike the culture which was being followed by the other earlier governments because they would not have looked the other way out. There, there was no stake. You know, in a in a place uh, with just about no state. You mean electorally? Electorally, absolutely. So So this government has has actually, or Modi, I would say, has actually changed that uh, culture, or sought to move in the direction which is different from the earlier Hmm. uh, culture, and that is what gives the kind of trust uh, and belief in the minds of the people, which does not allow these manufactured perceptions to take root.
0: So uh, mainstreaming of Northeast India, now there are eight states, mainstreaming of these.
1: Yes, you see, the other day only, day before yesterday, I was in Meghalaya and I was telling them Hmm. that Modi has transformed this region from a terror tag to a development model. The development model of Northeast is being cited all over the country now. Whereas in 2014, when we would travel into by road, in the highway there, there would be gunshots from the hilltops. You know, the terrorists and the militants trying to make their presence felt. Hmm. They look here, we are allowing you to, you are, we are giving you a safe passage, but uh, don't ever think that we are not there. It's no longer like that now. Manipur, we used to have uh, road blockades. For four months, five months, shortage of baby food, shortage of uh, eatables. I, I'm I'm sure the present generation would not be able to recall also what was the scene like yeah.
0: that. Yes, since we were talking about uh, militancy and blockades <laughs> and all that, of course, I'm going to come to your home state uh, union territory now bolu, I don't know what to call it now uh, hopefully status won't change so soon but then uh, everybody in Jammu and Kashmir seems to be uh, wondering when is statehood coming back? So could you t- give us a little bit about the framework? No, I
1: don't think I would be elaborating much on that because the home minister, Mr. Ramesh Shah has already retreated more than once on the floor of the House mm-hmm. in the Parliament, also outside, that uh, the, it would be reverted back to the state at an appropriate time. So I think it will not be appropriate for me to add to what has right. already been said. by yeah, it, Especially because the Parliament
0: is, t- is on right now. Yes, sir. Uh, sir, I also want to ask you that, you know, elections, however flawed, have been held uh, even if there wasn't enough representations that one would like uh, elections to have. Uh, in 2008, they were held in 2008. No, two thousand and two, eight and fourteen. If I'm not mistaken, when are they going to be held? Because what the election commissioner is saying? Seeing the security and things like that.
1: No, I think again, again, this question is also uh, a region of the mindset which has uh, got used to working in the Congress-led governments for over half a century. Because we do not control the Election Commission of India, so you won't have been asking me. Uh, of course, this I would because, because elections. No, Election, commission, I get it. election, election commission of India is an independent body and they are free to decide depending on the various inputs
0: certainly the I input o- has to come in about security from the government no, only no but
1: no? it is again the election commission of india has the last word is mm-hmm. supposed to be and we this government does not interfere in the working of election commission of the india
0: delimitation is over so, which means no, anytime. I think, this I think year? the
1: chief election commissioner would be the right person to be asked this question. I can be asked only as far as my party is concerned. As a BJP, as a BJP Karikarta, I can say we are 24 into 7 into 365 party. We are ready for any election anytime, be it the local body, the panchayat, the Zilla Parishad, the state assembly, the Lok Sabha, and anywhere. Hmm. You you would have seen us. We are always in that mode. You are always that. in an election mode. No, no, it's not that. We follow a work culture which includes. Uh, our, um, mm-hmm. our indulgence even in elections as it does in our other work, the social activity, the public activity. It's not that we become active and start visiting temples at the time of election. It's not like that. We are, as I said, we follow a routine 24 into 7. If you are going to temple, you're going every day. If we are working for election, we are always working regardless yeah. of the election is happening or not. So, we are ready. Now, of course, the last word has to come from the election commission. Of
0: you won two elections uh, you know, from Jammu Kashmir state. Now, uh, what do you have to say to the huge crowds that were coming in for uh, Rahul Gandhi uh, in your state? In in no uh,
1: yeah in uh, the Jammu region y- you pointed out there were two elections and I I think just to. Uh, at the risk of being boisterous I would add the second election is the highest ever margin hmm. in, Genke, in any and in any looks of election. And you
0: defeated Gulam Nabi Azad the stalwart ah,
1: that, that was another big one. And the second time was Mr. Vikramaditya. Yeah. But the second election So you was, have
0: been dragon slayers in no, <laughs> not me. that.
1: But uh, incidentally the, the, I think uh, the, again the credit goes to Prime Minister Modi's uh, you know push to the development agenda which we have also uh, sought we have we have tried to successfully carry forward my constituency is possibly the only constituency uh, of the looks of which got uh, not one, not two, but three central-sponsored uh, medical colleges, mm. two passport offices. So, like that, I mean, such a huge... Uh, path-breaking developmental national-level projects, the first-ever river rejuvenation project on the lines of Ganga happened in Devika River. So, all that, I think the credit would again go to the kind of patronage that we received from the present government uh, without any kind of a discrimination which was possibly happening uh, at the regional level by the earlier governments. But having said that, um, now, as far as the crowd that you mentioned, I don't think this is a crowd which actually carries any uh, it's like uh, it it doesn't carry any moss, any weightage for the simple reason if you if you identify the faces who are coming they're all disgruntled faces half of them didn't find a place in bjp half of them angry with um, uh, 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 with the congress party half of them uh, retired officials didn't find any rehabilitation so wherever he went they were joining him. so it's not a very meaningful These were those
0: star- uh, people who were walking along with Rahul Gandhi but other than there were hardly any but uh, no,
1: there some disgruntled congressmen or, or, but votes to or, hain or some, hain yeah certainly but they, not that suddenly they will vote for them hmm. I'm sure you, it's good that you pointed to that many of them who complete would also not vote for congress Achau. It's just that they thought A is covering us, <laughs> so it's a good opportunity. Okay, and I can actually uh, name some of them, which I would not. Uh-huh. Some of them, no. But you faces. tell
0: me, uh, uh, it was quite surprising to see that Farooq Abdullah, Omar Abdullah, Mehbuba Mufti—they all joined the yatra. How come this yatra united people who never shared a platform for a long time?
1: No, it's not that. I mean, uh, national conference is uh, known to strike alliances both ways.
0: They had parted with, with, ways. With, with
1: in BJP, with Congress also. They have been doing so. Hmm. So, so has Mehbooba. Yeah, so but then
0: uh, you saw the kind of warmth that uh, that the Abdullahs and Mehbooba no, displayed. That is at the,
1: at the, at the, at the spur of the moment given the kind of context it happens. So I don't think a national conference going with the Congress party uh, for a yatra means that they have struck a chord which is going to last long or other way around. And if it is so then the Congress party has to explain whether it uh, is in favor of 370 or against it. Because three Congress party has so far very uh, managed a very inconvenient silence. Hmm. Uh, even when this yatra was going on, they never... Uh, didn't speak about free, it. Hmm. Whether they should, they, they would bring back 370 if given a choice or whether they support the abrogation. Whereas National Conference is openly opposing it. Yeah. So there are not much of contradiction amongst themselves also.
0: But can so they I, go for an election in case of forming an alliance? Do you see at any point of time as a, as a politician from the state, do you see Any alliances coming up while keeping this contentious issue on the side, on the back? No, I think
1: I think that will be that will be too early to actually uh, draw any surmises because that will happen once the results come out and whenever the election happens. So I don't think. But you
0: can see some kind of a political activity increasing in uh, in Kashmir. Uh, Suddenly the press conferences have begun and on 370. Aane lag no,
1: I think that's also because uh, you see that again the credit goes to BJP <laughs> and the Modi led government because the milieu wow. is now such you can have so much of political activity see for the first time the district council elections were held <laughs> after 70 years I think that's also something to be answered why we could not have Zila Parishads in Jammu and Kashmir for several long decades when we had in every other state and this is these the party which you are referring to they are the ones which were raising the bogey or the slogan of a, autonomy, B, self-rule. Now, what is self-rule? To my understanding, self-rule is the rule of the self, rule which emanates from the ground. This has to be rule of the common okay, man. Okay, that's a different interpretation. So, so this is, so then in that case, if that is different, then this interpretation would mean rule of mine, my family. So, self, so what I'm trying to say is, so now the Modi government has created a milieu where there are uh, outlets available for expression of your democratic aspirations. A. B. The security scenario has also undergone a change. You don't no longer have stone pelting as you so often ha- had earlier. You don't have those Robin Hood type terrorists now. If you hear a new name in the world of terrorism, you've been reporting it now and then mm-hmm. in three days, four days, you find the name gets eliminated or liquidated. So that has created A. A milieu where you could indulge in activity. B where you could aspire for mm. the democratic activity. So, I think the credit for this activity which you are saying on the rise, I would, instead of giving credit to the these opposition parties, I would rather give credit to Prime Minister Modi, who has created such a milieu that they can come out.
0: So, you know, uh, if you are saying that there is so much of uh, positivity in the state, in 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 Jammu or in Kashmir region, if there is so much of positivity and peace which has come in, elimination of terrorism that you're talking about, why is it that the pundits are not able to return to their homes and relocate in the numbers that we expected it to happen?
1: No, I think uh, the process is going on. See, to begin with, just about 6,000 jobs or whatever given. And I believe only yesterday I was being told that more than half of them have already joined back. Of course, unfortunately, target killing happens, which obviously had to create a, a fear psychosis, which it did mm. and uh, which you can't deny because mm. the loss of uh, human life anywhere and from any section of society uh, can't be redeemed and uh, there can't be any compensation for that. So there had to be an initial uh, re- reaction or response to that. But now gradually they are feeling, because they know mm. at the end of the day that mm. their fortunes are not more secure with any other dispensation other than one led by BJP or Prime Minister Modi. And this has been, again, proven by our track record. But I was saying a few moments ago in the terms of perceptions, not simply perception, it's been it's been walk the talk. Like, you know, in 1990, when that mass exodus happened, we were not in in government in most of the states. We were not in government at the center. At that point in time also, our leaders came forth to give them shelter, to help them rehabilitate. We, uh, we also... Struggled and created education avenues for them in yeah. the higher education colleges, schools in Maharashtra, wherever. For example, if we had a friendly party there in power, we managed to persuade them in Madhya Pradesh, like that. So it was even at that time, even when we did not have the strings of power with us. So I think the the Kashmiri Pandit community also believes, of course, if if they are sometimes feeling little aggrieved. They would obviously complain to us and they complain to us because they have expectation from us. Hmm. They don't complain to others because they have already tried them. So that uh, I
0: agree that they, the expectations are from your party and only your party, nobody else. Uh, and that is why there is also this sense that ab hoga to kab
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And I think they are welcome to think like that. And abhi hoga. Abhi hoga and in the past, in the present, in the future. It's been BJP, which will stand by them, which has stood by them, which is standing by them, which will always stand by them. Hmm. But as I said, now, if, if an incident happens, which, you know, disturbs the entire milieu and which is obviously going to create a fear psychosis, you cannot actually, uh, that sometimes creates some kind of a ripple, hmm. which uh, has been successfully got over now. And gradually they are coming around
0: so uh, non bjp parties are saying uh, parties kya there are only two now there in the state uh, they are saying that you're trying to impose in the state a reimagined past that you especially you uh, talk about uh, talk about a past and talk about a future which is not which is not reality. You want to bring in a new reality. So how do you say, what do you respond to somebody who says that, this was not the reality ever in Kashmir and this is not going to be the reality in future?
1: See, if you uh, take it by the literal sense, reality is reality. It can't be new or old. What is real, what is there is real. Now, what is new reality and what is old reality? Old reality is possibly the reality they are referring to which suits them.
0: The accession of the no, no, state. i That's what they no, talk no, that, about. No, that,
1: that you believe so. Maybe for them the reality is that for 30 years, there was a wheel of fear, 10% voter turnout. They would get elected as legislators and MPs form governments one after the other from generation to generation. And that was a fine. That's a comfortable reality for them. Because for three generations, they could flourish in that reality. So, the change of that reality doesn't suit them. The new reality is, of course, different. New reality is the reality which is prevailing in the rest of India. And why not? Why not? Jammu Kashmir as being a part of India, even in those days, whenever somebody said uh, Kashmir issue, I, for one, for almost three decades have been saying that there's no, there was no issue as such as Kashmir issue. It was just manufactured because we kept debating about it. But Jammu Kashmir was even then as much a part of uh, as state of India as any other state. So, new reality is something which doesn't suit them. A, secondly, now that we have a democratic uh, grassroots set up over there, we have people coming out. I think there's nothing wrong if this is the reality which should have happened. The third, now reality of Kashmir, as you mentioned, certainly. If that means what they refer to as Kashmiriyat. Now, can you ever justify Kashmiriyat in the absence of a Kashmiri Pandit? Because Kashmir, from that point of view, would be uh, representing a composite culture, where you have a mix of both the religions, both the traditions, the Sufism. But with the Kashmiri Pandit having been thrown out for the last three decades, two generations of Muslims having grown up in, in a different kind of an atmosphere, where does that culture exist? So, in fact, now with the return of Kashmiri Pandas, with the return of the democratic order, with the, with, the, with the expression of democratic aspiration from the ground, I would rather say that this is actually the reality which, for which Jammu Kashmir sought to become a part of Indian Union. And, and Maharaja Hari Singh, they then Maharaja signed uh, the instrument of Accession to be a part of India.
0: So uh, forgive me for saying this, but every time I speak to people from the state, I mean, this the term Kashmiriyat, you speak about Kashmiriyat to anybody outside of Jammu Kashmir. The only thing they know, and I'm telling you, you know, the youth, those who have only seen bloodshed, they're saying, "Yehi Kashmiriyat hai." The only Kashmiriyat that rest of India has seen is just bloodshed. Yes. So when you hear politicians talk about the good old era of uh, you know of Kashmiriyat, where they talk about uh, being a disputed state and all, it angers Indians. Let me tell you this. People say that it's been a lot. a Kashmiriyat.
1: No, the same
0: uh, as Punjabiyat. No, that's, Ki gun culture is what yes, you remember.
1: there's a reason to that. Because entire generation, rather generation and a half, has grown up under gun culture over the last three and a half decades. So obviously, they have no other legacy, no other memory, those who are in their teens now or even there. See, those who migrated out as youth are now elder citizens, many of them around, many of them not. Those who are elder then are no longer around. So what the present generation... So all the more reason that the same culture... And the same social milieu needs to be restored. And if it is happening in a gradual way, I don't find anything wrong in that.
0: Sure. Uh, happening uh, in a gradual way is what irritates most of India. No. no. Gradual se thang, Nein, thang hai, yes, sun, sun, you know, so
1: That is the question that the Congress party has to answer. Why this temporary provision, which they themselves are the biggest or greatest protagonist of temporary provision was the Congress party. In fact, during the uh, one of the... Uh, debates in the Constituent Assembly when Dr. Sama Prasad Mukherjee suggested that there could be a rethinking about including Article three seventy. It was none less than the then Prime Minister uh, then then uh, uh, Prime Minister Nehru he was already Prime Minister as part of the interim government who suggested that Dr. Mukherjee don't get worried Yeh, ghistay, ghistay, ghistay. And not only that, it was put in writing in the bracket, temporary provision. Now ask Congress is the question that you are asking me. Should be asked to the successive Congress governments why they dragged on this temporary provision for seven decades? Because, now I'll tell you why. Because they also at that point in time knew that if it was temporary, it has to be temporary. But over a period of time, this temporary provision became a vested interest for them.
0: Hmm.
1: They thought, carrying on with this perception of, of making Jammu Kashmir appear as separate from rest of India so called special status so called would actually was actually helping them they were operating in a limited space the limited vote bank can you imagine uh, the 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 uh, pakistani refugees they did not have their voting rights for 70 years till prime minister modi came in whereas two from the same gender went on to become prime ministers of india dr marmon singh shindeer quwar gujral I sometimes shudder to think what would have been their fate if they had gone and settled in Jammu Kishir. Yeah. The destiny would have deprived them of the privilege they of becoming prime ministers. They would have got no status, no status. No, no, Not status. only that, yeah. they would have been denied the destined privilege of becoming prime ministers. Yeah. They would have never. They would have lost that. The, the yeah. what what was written in their horoscope. If only they had made the mistake of going and settling down in Jammu Kashmir, because you see, this was all part of Punjab, hmm. the Firozpur and. Uh, uh, Amritsar and then Pathan court. Yeah. Gurdaspur was the district yeah. through which the uh, this line was drawn uh, 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 when the partition happened so many of them went this side when those who went that side were deprived of their so i think now that if now what were the though, seats in parliament what were those, the seats now, in the assembly now, those, who What's say, going to now to that? those now those who say that we want to have that and we are t- that's because they are comfortable with that kind of a, a separatist perception uh, while being in mainstream, they, they, they try to function as so-called mainstream political party, but subtly deprive, de- de- uh, drive the benefits of a separatist perception. So, that is what suits them. That's why I said, the new reality is the reality which should have happened in Jammu and
0: uh, I'm going to come to the new reality. But old reality and new reality, I don't know whether you heard um, uh, the former uh, advisor to G uh, Mr. Dulath had said that at one point of time, the NSA... Um, when he wasn't NSA, uh, Mr. Dowell had told him that Advaniji se bad karlije, or Jamuk Kashmir ki problems resolve ho if you just speak. And he said, I was on the other side of the divide. Which meant that there was a divide in the BJP government at that sti- at that time, that other side of the divide button was a PMO, or Advaniji kept Kamkar. So there was a divide and He was advisor to the Prime Minister on Jammu Kashmir. But that was not important enough. But the divide in the BJP at that time was important. Today, where are we?
1: No, no, let me first respond to this. uh, Have we any reason to take what Mr. Um, uh, uh, Dullat says as a gospel truth? A. B. I think it's hardly worth discussing many of these uh, former diplomats and bureaucrats when they have nothing... Else left, no stake left, they resort to writing books which can create outrageous, uh, uh, you know, uh, some kind of an opinions and give some kind of uh, and attention both to them as well as the, the books that they sometimes write. And I, having been and, and dealing with the civil services, I have also formed an opinion that till 60, there's a retirement age, 60 to 65 is a window when they look for getting membership in some, commission, some board. After 65 and there is no state left, then they become nationalists. They become realists. Then they start netting all these stories. So is it, now can you, is this the propriety of a former RAW, R-A-W a chief. S- chief to make such kind of statements? If at all it happened, that itself means that he was not equal to the job that he was holding at that point. Right? So I think it hardly needs to be discussed. We, d- we, we don't need to get into uh, discussing what is being said by Mr. Dullit. And not we have any reason to believe or disbelieve it.
0: Okay, uh, so let me come to the present then, because uh, you know, just this week, uh, both Omar Abdullah and Mehbooba Mufti. While you might. Feel that they are inconsequential, but they are in the sense that they are leading the narrative as far as the opposition is concerned in the state. Now they are both saying that there is a there is fear among people because bulldozers are And uh, even in important places, important in the sense which was considered important in Srinagar, that bulldozers are going and poor people's homes are going to be destroyed without them getting notice about it.
1: No, I think this issue has been uh, under discussion in the last few days, but I believe the left governor has uh, uh, sought to convey to them and also assure them that it is only those who have encroached with the misuse of authority or power mm-hmm. who are going to face this and uh, not a commoner who is there otherwise. So, I think uh, uh, maybe if uh, they have encroached upon illegally or illegitimately, they have something to fear. But... Uh, Uh, Let's trust what the left-hand corner says that uh, those who have uh, not misused their position for this uh, would not be brought to harm.
0: Uh, Sir, Mehbooba Mufti has said, uh, and I'm going to quote her, she says earlier, we used to think that BJP has taken a cue from what Israel was doing in Palestine. But now they have turned it worse than Palestine. They want to make JNK like Afghanistan. She's talking about uh, without asking or without going by rule of law. Uh, It's like, the BJP is doing exactly what they want via the administration. No, I
1: don't think that even doesn't even deserve a response. I mean, these are off hand, uh, hand statements made without substantiating, and we live in an era of evidence. Hmm. Like so, she's
0: saying, her daughter's passport is also not uh, coming through.
1: No, no, there's so many other things. Now, for the first time, the hmm. the uh, some decisive act, action has uh, been initiated in the valley. Against both the terrorists as well as the perpetrators of terrorists. So what we were talking just a few moments ago—that a terrorist doesn't survive more than three days—is just because of that. There is no longer uh, any kind of support or a, or or or, or a direct or a indirect patronage being offered by these so-called mainstream parties, which are actually protecting them and patronizing them. So I think that is what is making uh, them pinch. Mm-hmm. So I also
0: I, I, is it possible that you know like for example there was just uh, I think this week itself was Kashmir Solidarity Day uh, you know Pakistan observes that but it was very muted uh, is it because many of the separatists in in Jammu Kashmir now get no support either financially or militarily or uh, you know in yes, any other yes manner? those
1: channels have been blocked because the so called these mainstream political parties when they were in power were possibly not sincere to the extent they were expected to be or they were acting to the extent they were expected to be. And secondly, if you go by this Palestine and Afghanistan and what, what, blah, blah, you would rather, I would appreciate someday you would uh, create a, some kind of a feature on the park-occupied Kashmir and see the comparison there. They are actually vying, struggling, yearning, praying, wishing that they should be, be made a part of India. So more than India, claiming the PAK-occupied Jammu Kashmir as a part of India, it is there, people living over there who are clamouring for this because the kind of, you know, unfair treatment and uh, the inhuman conditions they have been made to live in.
0: So, uh, for the benefit of our audience, I have done a lot of reporting but for our benefit of audience, could you just explain a little bit about uh, about PAK-occupied Kashmir and about Kashmir and the difference between the two and what is, how how uh, uh, what, what happened and where is what is India's position on this in a in a crisp manner? <laughs> no, I actually
1: uh, see this uh, was, there were a series of, uh, uh, just when the Yatra uh, entered into Jammu and Kashmir, there was a write-up by me, which was published in a number of newspapers also. When I, I said, Congress actually missed the opportunity in Kashmir. Which cannot be redeemed by these yatras. So yatra would be rather one more addition to the misdoings. Mm. So this kind of experimentation, which the successive governments kept doing with regard to Jammu and Kashmir, I think the first, to my mind, if you were, because uh, I've been you know de- de- dealing with the subject and also researching, yeah. studying it over the several decades, the 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 the, the first step towards you know um, uh, this. Uh, uh, wrongdoing happened with the with the princely state of Jammu and Kashmir not being allowed to be handled by the Home Ministry, the then Home Ministry. So the manner in which Sardar Patel was handling all the other 560 uh, princely states uh, was not something which actually fed into his domain because the Prime Minister himself, uh, because Panditji thought that he knew Jammu Kashmir better than others.
0: He was from the state for, yes, for our uh, maybe, yes. viewers and listeners abroad who are not aware of the complexities of it. Yeah, uh, he uh,
1: was. Uh, the Prime course.
0: Minister, first Prime Minister of India was from Jammu and Kashmir. Yes, he was a but, Kashmiri Pandit. Yeah, but elected from uh, Uttar uh, yeah, Pradesh yeah, state.
1: Yeah, elected from UUP because the family had got there, settled down there. So, he thought it is better. Uh, so, in, in a way, you know, then... So, he also dealt personal preferences there, preference for Sheikh Abdullah and... Then the kind of perception uh, that the you know the prince here Maharaja Hari Singh was not in keep keeping with the compatibility because there was a lot of mistrust between the prime minister and Maharaja Hari Singh, and uh, then there was d- delay in you know accession uh, also because uh, uh, the then prime minister Nehru was keen that Sheikh Abdullah should be first handed over the power which was quite unfair you so know this it was family not, politics It was not, going it on. was not required because mm. the instrument of accession which had been uh, drafted by lord mountbatten simply asked for which preference mm. uh, pakistan or india so only two and maharaja hari singh was clearly in favor of uh, india but some, somehow the prime minister himself said that someday we might have a referendum which was not required so it was an absolutely uncalled for statement by prime minister we the then stuck yeah we stuck to the prime minister's office of that time stuck to the government and then
0: there were clauses to that uh, referendum and, uh, yes, statement but pakistan yes, kind of, yes, their of course, narrative of course. came naturally up. naturally you're yeah. right
1: then it was used in different ways It could yeah. not have been uh, it could have been avoided you know everything yeah. is uh, not always taken in the same way as it is said then going to uno again yeah Uh, at the behest of Prime Minister was not right in the sense that again it's created a narrative as you are saying we suited others Mm. because and because uh, no other in case of no other princely state we did we go not even in case of Hyderabad we didn't where you had a police action uh, by the Home Ministry so thirdly then war began when the war began uh, the Pakistan Kawailees or their sponsored warriors had already entered into... We're
0: talking about 47 uh, now.
1: Yeah, some mm-hmm. territory, yeah, October and uh, in October November. They already entered into some part of Jammu and Kashmir, uh, which where they were uh, you know, trying to capture it. But then when the Indian army landed there, they started throwing them out. Yeah. And uh, they had to a great extent succeeded. When again, Prime Minister unilaterally declared a ceasefire. Mm-hmm. I mean, had he not done so, uh, delayed it for another two, three days uh maybe we didn't we would not have this park See, of emotion. You, you were not born
0: in that, but your family must have so, known about yeah, this so then that
1: that, that part of territory which was mm. lost because instantly the suddenly the mm. ceasefire happened so that part went to their occupation yeah. if it had not been house and uh ironically uh, uh Prime Minister Nehru did not consult many uh, on that i mean he just made a radio broadcast and So, all these things happening and then successive governments, Mm -hmm. Mrs. Gandhi came in 1975 bringing back Sheikh Abdullah, uh, which was again, had a very divided opinion across the country, whether to have it or not. But then possibly Mrs. Gandhi thought that uh, uh, this uh, regime would not last long and she had the uh, smartness to handle it. But, you know, um, uh, 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 the uh, imponderables happen in history. (laughs) Mrs. uh, uh, Ms. Sheikh Abdullah died in 1983 and Mrs. Gandhi was assassinated in 1984, yes. just a few months later. Yes. Or a, hardly a year later. Yeah. So, that, that, that and then the subsequent uh, regimes.
0: And botched up elections yes, after that. Yes, and
1: subsequent regimes, yes, and 1987 yeah. uh, rigged election. So, then it became a vested interest to keep the pot boiling so all these things uh, happening in a manner and then west pakistan or, or which of course was then west pakistan now it's pakistan refugees oh, oh, many of whom here like i.k gujral Manmohan singh uh, inder kumar malhotra uh, gujral, uh, gujral uh, and our uh, Madan lal khurana all these people who made a mark for them. even journalism yeah kuldeep nair and all these people they went there and uh, you know they were deprived of their rights so and just because there was again a vested interest not to allow them to vote because the these parties were not confident whether they would be able to secure their. So all these, uh, uh, these what began mismanagement
0: and mess what, over the know, years. I right? think what
1: began as a mismanagement and wrongful experimentation ended up in a vested interest hmm. to continue it in the manner it was going because it then began to serve the purpose of a handful of uh, people, a handful of families.
0: Okay, so now let me, before, I know you have to go back to Parliament, so let me quickly bring two issues which, uh, before we wind up, one is uh, your current assignments. Uh, You have like this plethora of portfolios. So give me a little background about that. What is it that are your goals and uh, how much have you achieved in the past uh, since you got those portfolios and by 2024, what are your goals?
1: No, I think uh, of the many departments that I have associated with, one, of course, is the governance, the department of personnel. And that is uh, the hallmark of uh, Prime Minister Modi's uh, work style. Uh, he had brought in a number of reforms uh, while as chief minister and even now. And uh, I think the paradox is that instead of bringing in new rules, this government is known to do away with the earlier rules. So we have already done away with as many as uh, 1600 odd rules mm. which had lost relevance with the 1,600
0: passenger. rules?
1: Yes, done away with. Okay. You know, each government, each uh, officer post-retirement, each uh, democratic elected government after having completed terms takes pride in narrating stories to others. Look here, in my time, kanun here is a government which would have to say ye mm. and uh, you will be amused. Within three months of this government having come in, we, uh, we were sworn in on the 26th of May, 2014. In September or October, we did away with that dubious rule, which was a legacy of the British Empire of getting the certificates attested by attested guested guested officers.
0: officers.
1: <laughs> so, and, and and I think we, we sent out a message, that look here, now this is a new government headed by Prime Minister Modi, which has the capacity to trust the youth of this country. And I sometimes wonder, this rule should have been done away right at the midnight of freedom. Why Why wasn't it? Hmm. Because this was a rule because the, the British hmm. uh, treated us as their... The character certificate yeah, that they, you got. They treated us as their subjects, hmm. as a colony subject. So, and then of course for level playing field, the the interview, practice of conducting interviews, lower posts for was lower done posts, away with. Yes. So many uh, rules which English
0: are, uh, test or something was or the other one. Yes, one. yes, yes, we yeah. did.
1: Now, even uh, in the uh, staff selection commission, we are going to have um, uh, 12 languages to begin with. I hope we'll go to 22. All mm-hmm. these situations earlier on, it was only English and Hindi. So we try to create a level playing field for every mm. youth, regardless of his uh, background, his socio-economic strata. Many of the reforms which have been, many of the rules which have been done, with not often talked about because they don't make news. For example, but yeah. From,
0: uh, but from, from, karna uh, yes, hai. but from the first, yeah. uh,
1: point of view, uh, the social angle is very important. Like, for example, there was a pension rule that a separated daughter cannot claim the uh, family pension of her uh, diseased uh, parent uh, unless she produces a court judgment of having secured a divorce. We did away with that. And uh, as an evidence only, if she has filed a petition, the receipt hmm. of having filed the petition is good enough. Hmm. Similarly, there was uh, another pension rule that unless a government employee uh, completes at least 10 years of service, and if he dies in harness even before 10 years, his family can't claim pension. Mm -hmm. So, I said, what is it? I mean, you didn't ask him that he should hold on for 10 years Mm -hmm. to allow his family. So, if you didn't give him the choice of choosing the timing of his death, how can you deprive him? So, we did away with that. There are still
0: some rules like you have to... Provide proof of life. Yes,
1: absolutely, which was very inhuman. And so, what we did when we, when we, you know, sought to undo it, to my mind, was to do away with it altogether. But then, mm. some of the bankers came to me and they said there have been instances where it's been misused. Okay, you know, some characters use the um, signed checkbooks of their. Parents and got away, so you have all kinds of people in this society. So then I thought, okay, then let's use technology. So we started a digital certificate, okay. uh, which means you use biometry uh, from home, uh, even on your mobile. And now that the lifespan of an average Indian is on the increase, we have more number of pensioners in India today than the number of working employees, yeah. which was the other way around at the time of day. So and the people are living uh, beyond 80, beyond 90. Mm. Uh, there's a sizable population of pensioners above 90. Okay. So after 70 or 80, even the finger marks start undergoing. Yes. So I think we were the first in the government to have introduced a face recognition technology.
0: Okay. Iris, uh, through iris. No, face.
1: face. You just, the, the the gentleman or the gentle lady just looks into the mobile okay. camera and, and uh, the photograph is taken. Uh, it, it gets connected with the Aadhaar number hmm. for verification and then uh, gets immediately transmitted to the concerned bank. And all this happened just in 60 seconds. Okay. So... This is like the DG yeah. Yatra so and I think that. one of the hallmarks yeah. of Prime Minister Modi's rule has been that technology has been used very optimally. which For was ease not of happening. living. Ease of living, <clears throat> ease of governance. And I think one of the good outcomes of that was that when pandemic struck all of a sudden, nobody was prepared at it. The working in the Government of India offices did not get interrupted at all. In fact... Uh, sometimes we were working more. Hmm. So one of the union officers told me the, name, the new mantra should be minimum attendance, maximum output because output. many people were working from home and working even on Saturdays and Sundays. Okay.
0: So. These earth science which, uh, which is coming out? <coughs> These new fangled names yeah, yeah. which confuse people. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, I'm glad you asked it because this is something very close to my heart and I think I uh, we must thank Prime Minister Modi. He spoke about it twice hmm. in his Independence Day That's about the Deep Sea Mission which is uh, being spearheaded by Hmm. this ministry in 2021, Hmm. Independence Day and 2022. Whereas I was other way, in a lighter way in telling uh, uh, my officers in that ministry, I said, there was a time if you did a survey and asked people in Delhi, where on earth is the uh, office of the Ministry of Earth Sciences? Nobody would be able to tell. But suddenly this is gained currency. Uh, because I believe that when Prime Minister talks of Amrit Kaal the next 25 years, which are going to raise India to, an, to a different level, hmm. <clears throat> I think the entire value addition is going to come from the sources which have remained unexplored. And one of them is the ocean resources. We never realized that the earlier governments didn't pay any heed to this fact that we have the longest possible coastal Coastline. area. We have about 7,500 yeah. kilometers. And I was telling the friends from Australia the other day, I said, you come from a country which is Australia, an island which is Australia, a continent, which is Australia, but your ocean is not an Australian ocean. We Whereas, have an Indian <laughs> ocean. We have an Indian ocean. And then I said, because my ancestors were smart enough to realize there's a huge amount of wealth lying inside. And I, I can foresee in the next five, seven years, all these minerals, biodiversity, hmm. uh, living and non-living, you know, resources richness inside the Indian seabeds is going to add value to Indian economy because the, all the other resources would have been. And the second would be of the Himalayan resource, uh-huh. the aroma, which we have already started aroma mission and purple revolution. So this deep sea mission uh, is what the earth sciences is carrying forward. We have already launched Samundarayan from Chennai, which is exploring the sea properties. And I think in next two three years, almost uh, same uh, soon after the Gaganyaan goes up a uh, uh, human Indian into the space and an Indian into the sea hmm. we are planning uh, we have our 5000 meter seabed the okay. deepest so, so we, we we plan to have underwater. one okay. uh, human being going down visually uh, you know doing a Reiki there okay. to discover what all is there so this is going to be a huge resource of economy in the times to uh, come
0: right so earlier in the uh, when we started uh, Uh, Speaking, you were talking about, uh, you know, setting up universities and things in Jammu. Uh, Not many people would know that when you went to study medicine, you went all the way uh, to Tamil Nadu uh, to uh, study medicine. I mean, a lot of people from your state have been doing that uh, because of the lack of opportunities. uh, And now they wouldn't need to do that. Yeah, I
1: think there were other reasons also because in my time, and my generation, we didn't have the concept of private medical colleges. Hmm. And the government sector... Uh, of course, you're right. There are far and few. In fact, uh, uh, at the time of independence, there was only one college, degree college entire North India. That was Lahore, Common College, mm-hmm. Lahore. So, uh, the children of well-to-do families would go there. That's the reason when ji took uh, the bus there, bus. he carried Devanand. So yeah. when Mr. Devanand also was an alumni of that. So, Otherwise, there was no accessibility. Mr. Devanand was B.A. Honours in English. Okay. So, Mr. Kushwan Singh from there, Mr. Balrai Sani from there. Mm. So, only one degree college in entire North India. And uh, one medical college, which is mm. even today, King Edward, mm. uh, Lahore. Yeah. So, after that, you know, we had yeah. medical college, Amritsar, then much later, sirinagar Nagar. Mm. So, after partition, you are right, A, there were not uh. much of this thing. And The quality education institutions were there in the South because uh, uh, the British came this way from East. The East India Company, first landed in Calcutta. So first university, Calcutta. First presidency college, Calcutta then they came southwards madras presidency madras university yeah. and that time uh, the college where i went stanley medical yeah. college was a part of madras university so mm. it was supposed to be you know of the world standards yeah. so that was also the, for so the from reason of course.
0: medical why did you move to politics what happened
1: no actually i have been a, a medical professional once a, a medical professional is once a doctor is always a doctor i have been <laughs> a teacher of medicine for almost 25 years yeah. before i Put in my papers because the party asked me to take up an assignment. Everybody thought I have gone off my head and <laughs> doing this because I was a professor there.
0: But you worked for diabetes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. In, tell us about that. Yes, tell yeah. us about that. About because you know, it's such a it's a epidemic of sorts, you yeah. know, in in our country. Please tell no, us. But that's about
1: also that. because uh, you see, two, uh, uh, at two or three levels, the change has happened. A that earlier on the diabetes, uh, type two diabetes mellitus, which is commonly you know, was known to be a disease more of South India. Mm. That's why we had the first ever department of diabetology in madras medical college somewhere in 1980 or so uh, and in north they were hardly uh, you know if, if particularly when you went upwards to the north punjab and to kashmir people would not have heard of diabetes now it's become a pan india uh, you know kind of a pandemic and we have the we are virtually the world capital of diabetes. Also because the common lifestyles and the sedentary, ride sedentary. But also no the stress levels exercise. have gone up tremendously. Uh, now you were talking of Kashmiri Pandes. I did a uh, paper long back about twenty years back, which was hailed by the WHO. They published uh, the stress diabetes because earlier uh, we came across families which uh,
0: PTSD, uh,
1: which didn't have a family history otherwise. Mm-hmm. And and there, there was no consanguinity among the couple, which sometimes happens in South India, the husband and wife were not related also by any blood connection, but still simultaneously almost they were developing titles. So, some stress factors and the environment factors are weighing very heavily. It
0: wasn't the diet, Doctor? Uh, yes, doctor.
1: Di- diet also.
0: Rice and uh, red meat?
1: No, I think also because we are having a diet which is uh, not, we are still evolving. As an as a evolving society, even our diet is evolving. Hmm. We are neither here nor there. We are having pizza also and batura also. Hmm. We are having samosa also and noodle also. Hmm. So, and then in diet also, there are three components the quality, quantity, and Hmm. uh the distribution often the dietitians and uh, counselors they stress on the quality quantity, not on the distribution point of it and uh, the common uh, dictum uh, in our society is that it's the best. So uh, it's the other way around. Yeah. yeah. Because morning meal is breakfast. But
0: everybody yeah. says breakfast is the most important yes, meal. Yes,
1: yes, absolutely. Whereas... Toos, toos ye, ye, <laughs>
0: absolutely,
1: you're right. So it is break the fast. So break the fast with just about 20 to 25% of the total calorie intake of 24 hours. Yeah. And then heavier meal is your lunch with a mid-morning mm-hmm. snack. And the dinner is a little early, which is uh, correspond, uh, corresponds to your supper huh. and a bedtime snack. So, we don't follow all these methods. We don't, yes. So, that coupled with stress. So, now. You
0: did k- all this uh, in your study. You yeah, yeah, I've all done course. all
1: this. I was practicing, actually.
0: But, why did you leave that for politics? No,
1: no, no. I'll, I'll go back any moment when <laughs> I'm not needed here. When did, did you decide still. that, okay,
0: so, not medicine and uh, public service?
1: No, no, it's not that. Uh, I didn't decide. Okay. You would not believe I was practicing till 25th of May 2014, the okay. day before I was sworn in. Okay. So I came to uh, I called up the BJP karyale and I said that uh, uh, Modi ji is to be sworn in as Prime Minister, and usually the program used to happen in the Rashtrapati Bhavan with a limited VVIPs. Hmm. So I said we may not be expected to so, hame aana bhi hai because you see once you are in a practice no like lawyers also hmm. you don't like to leave your chamber <laughs> yeah. for too long uh, period of time or interval so then i was told nah, nahi aap aa to sabhi mp's ko veekshi thank you ke lagta hai ki modi ji ko leke itna utsaah hai rightly so to shayad khule aangan mein karenge huh. and you would recall the first time there, yes. it happened uh, you know yes. outside in the open lawns yeah. and uh, because and that was the most watched oath ceremony of any head yeah. of state yeah. so then the same morning I, I i wasn't even carrying my clothes i just came with a briefcase i thought i will attend the oath ceremony and go back and take the earliest uh, train or flight back home to huh. catch up with my work and i had about 3 weeks of uh, consultation in waiting oh. in my jam. so but uh, suddenly in the morning i received a call uh, on the 26th that I had to go to with Bhavan. Hmm. So, I thought uh, this was my mistake, maybe my namesake, some other person was me. Then I was, no, no, it was you only who had been called. So, then I stayed yes, back I and I think it's a great privilege because uh, uh, to be figured out to, for a cause. Uh,
0: Do you think uh, medical profession ka hi extension have public service? And-
1: Absolutely, because if you are a good practitioner, you are by temperament bound to... You can't succeed as a good practitioner. We have seen the best of the brains in medical profession. I have dealt with three generations of them, both as a practitioner, as a teacher, as a student. We have some of the very uh, very learned medical professionals who could not be successful as practitioners mm. because uh, that de- dealing with the patient requires a different kind of connect, communication But you're a
0: real politician in the a sense compassion. of fighting election and... <laughs> moving among I the people i think that and, also
1: helped yes, me because uh, this okay. was a, when i came in this seat had been uh, lost to the party twice mm-hmm. consecutively and i think i i i had the added advantage of being a practitioner because virtually every household i had one or the other patient <laughs> the kind of disease i deal with
0: okay in in conclusion i have to ask you this question you know uh, everybody that we've had out here talk about how polarized uh, it's got since modi ji came to power because everybody is either very pro modi ji or very anti modi ji there's no mid path everybody and this one sees even in families tell me your brother was in the nc now of course he's left the nc he's joined you but your family mein bhi aise hua, one brother in bjp and one brother in the nc well, i think How that did that, that, work?
1: that itself is 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 is, a, is is an answer to what you said because if he has joined BJP, that mm. means he has realized the folly of being where he was. <laughs> and, and, and rightly so, there is nobody against Modi. I tell you, I just give you an example. When we were campaigning in UP, in Lucknow University, there was kind of a stir among some women uh, students that, uh, you know, they were not comfortable because of all these reasons which you have seen. Because these are reasons which are discussed in so-called intellectual circles. So, they take fancy in discussing among students. So, some of these students had this position, you know, this will be, you know, some kind of a saffron so-called regime Mm. and all those things. So, then one day we we used to sit with them in groups. So, Mm. I asked uh, some of, we asked them, okay, we leave it to you. We are not here to... You just think with a cool mind or take your time and then come back to us to tell us not not to please us so that we can carry your opinion to others also what would you think in the given scenario would be the preferred choice hmm. and we sat with them for a couple of you know days. you know the same group after a day or so when we said they said nee. Mm-hmm. so i asked and i said no the other day you were making all those intellectual mm-hmm. you know postulations mm-hmm. and now what happened and you know what was the answer a, a young girl sweet looking girl said ke kam se to okay so where that, was this in which state you said like now i'm talking in upi UP. You see, different religion may not be conventional pro BJP family, mm. but this is exactly what this girl said, mm. and that is the telltale story. She was talking of all kinds of postulations, huh. but then finally, he comes and Because the comfort, the ease of living, which has been sought to be brought by Prime Minister Modi and his government, regardless of religion. We did not reach out only to those who had voted for us. So this was coming from somebody because at least, and this is precisely, said. Hmm. so how much of curtailment of freedom and thereby also curtailment of their normal activity happened.
0: So when you uh, meet with your uh, constituents, is this the feedback that you get even in your constituency where people are saying that you know, after two terms of a government to go in for a for an election where you are asking for the third term, it's not an easy task. Absolutely, it's going it's to be. Easy. It's yeah. It maybe they believe you, but then out of sheer boredom, try That also happens. You know, for a third. term. No, I
1: think uh, yes, I agree with you. A of course, instead of anti uh, incumbency, there is pro incumbency, hmm. and uh, it's not easy. Not easy at all. Not easy at all. I think. You see, you won't realize, of course, we talk of Prime Minister Modi, Modi at 20, that means Chief Minister in this about 22 years. At the same time, he's also the one of the longest serving heads of uh, hmm. government across the world. Yeah. You've seen so many presidents changing in White House, so many Prime Ministers changing in 10 Downing. So that is because even for himself, his own performance, he's been raising the bar. You know, He's, he's put in too much of uh, hard work, consistent hard work with consistent focus always you know uh, dwelling on new ideas uh, having seen him work so closely for over the last uh, so many years being in his office mm. so he he's raising the bar for himself he's never he never gets easily satisfied and that's the also and he's a he's he's always studying always updating himself so if you go to him with a presentation uh, with the best of preparation you would have made i'm sure you he'll give you two more suggestions so that's because he raises the bar for himself. That's hmm. why the people also, instead of that in, anti-incumbency, they feel no. There's something more to look up to him. Okay. If if in the last five years term Modi ji gave us this, in the next five year he's bound to give us something more, and which we've seen happening. Hmm. You know, if the earlier five years were Shochalya's other things, the next five years was 370. So, there's always he's always moving beyond.
0: Which is what when you talk to Kashmiri Pandits, this is what they say, that they are frustrated that certain things, some of them are frustrated that some things are just taking too much time. But they also feel that if it is not done by these guys, then nobody else will do it. So, the expectation from you is tremendous. And to be delivered now, that is what the thing is. Absolutely.
1: Now, those who have been those who have gone through this nightmare would always be yeah. you know, impatient to get out of it so one can't grudge them.
0: You know the BJP is talking about this whole conspiracy uh, which involves international media also. Uh, it began uh, e- before every election it happens. They, they cite Pegasus uh, and they say that this whole Adani thing is also exactly that. Uh, aimed at the nine elections uh, at state elections and at 2024. Do you think there is an international conspiracy <laughs> against uh, the BJP and against so,
1: I think uh, the manner in which India is on the rise would not be easily taken by many other countries of the world. And uh, India is now becoming the most preferred destination uh, for business, most preferred destination to deal with uh, for investment, uh, and definitely those who have ruled the roost over the years will not like India to be on the ascent and that to that fast. But that is precisely that we will also have to deal with. And I'm sure under Prime Minister Modi, we are capable enough to deal with all those uh, uh, contradictions. Right. Thank you you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you very very much. much. I enjoyed it.
0: Thanks. Thank you for watching or listening in to ANI podcast with Smita Prakash. Do write in to tell us who you would like me to speak to in the next episode. Please like and subscribe on whichever channel you have seen this or heard this. Namaste. Jai Hind.